Everybody get ready in three, two, one. Live from the top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello, podcasters. Hello. Anytime you need to get in touch. You know what, go to Triple M Instagram and just DM us up there if you want. The burner phone's always there, 0484101045. Find a way. Like Facebook, just pester us. We love hearing from you. Lou from Banyo got in touch. Yeah, she, we were talking this morning about cashless. Can we leave that cough in there? Is that all right? Yeah, I think she muted herself. I did. Sorry. Oh, right. Um, cashless cool. society. We were going, oh, that's where they're heading in five years. I reckon they're going to steal all the cash off us. <laughs> well, here you go. Listen to this for a, a lesson. Morning. Oh, I used to live in Vanuatu when Cyclone Pam hit. Who names a Cyclone Pam? What year was that? Anyway. I'm Googling. We lost all communication except for a couple of satellite phones, Margo. No internet for two weeks. No money, no nothing. I ran the local pub, which became the hub. Ooh, very North Queensland. 2015. 2015 this happened. Became the hub with a lot of IOUs. No. And that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one carton. Here you go. Always have backup despite being back in the first world. So he, Lou, or that's a he or a she, always has cash. Reminds me of the movie Dumb and Dumber. You know, in the briefcase, when they there? find the briefcase of money and they just go around spending all the money and they put all the IOUs written down on paper. I owe you $100,000 for the Lamborghini we bought. No, and I then haven't when, seen the movie. That's very good. When the criminals get the briefcase back, yeah. finally, so they open use. it up and it's just all these IOUs with receipts of stuff <laughs> that they've great. brought along the way. You know, those ridiculous orange and blue suits yeah. that yeah. they kitted themselves out in. No, I haven't seen the oh, movie. Oh, you haven't seen the movie, no. you idiot. Why Sounds not? good, though. Oh, you and I, we're not... We don't see enough movies, oh, you and no. I. He's anyway. seen Red Dog 64 times. No, I, I just haven't seen many movies. <laughs> Mrs. Ted, it's just been in the last two weeks. Have you noticed there's a lot of live sport on TV? That's what I dedicated my life to. Okay, question without notice, so No, I haven't movies. seen it. No, what, what's better? And I'll judge you based on this answer. Okay. Castle or Dish? Castle. Castle. Wrong. Well, according to Actually, you, but you've just been outvoted two to one. It's incorrect. I'm sorry. The dish is a far superior <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah, I love it. Dish oh. is good. With Sam Neill. Dish was good, are. but it's no castle. Yeah. You two are just you're not I've into seen space. both of them at least. Are you into space or what? I understand Margo's not into space. but Space in her bank account mainly when she's spending cash. I'm into space. Oh, the dish not? wasn't really about space. It was mainly about stupidity of a small town called Park. So you are on board. What? Okay. <laughs> no, the castle was also about stupidity. It's good to hear you prefer of the dish. small Australia. <laughs> Over the castle. Of idiots in Australia playing pool. Bud um, Tingwell or Sam Neill? Who's a better actor? Who was I the other? Sam, Sam Neill or who? Bud Tingwell, who's the lawyer. Oh. Do, if you like the oh, castle. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't Charlie know Bung Tingwell dog. has done any other movies. Don't call Charlie the Wonder Dog. Don't Bung Tingwell, please. He's passed away. Bud. Bud. Do you remember Charlie? Did he die? Yeah, he's a long time ago. Did he die? Did he do die? Did he die? Did he die? He used to tell... He'd do, do uh, Other than jokes. the Barbo, what did he do? Hold on. Uh, he used to do jokes with... Hey, uh, born. Uh, what's that? Shane Bourne. Shane Bourne on Hey Hey Saturday. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Shane Bourne. G'day. G'day. He used to do a stand-up comedy oh. act with Jason Bourne. And Jason, Jason Bourne's a Bourne identity. You, you know that. <laughs> Matt Jason Damon. would kill him halfway through. It was hilarious. <laughs> Sam Neill's still a better actor. Oh, he's done Finally. more movies that I'm familiar with, which means he's a better actor. Sam Neill? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I'm Finally. with you, Marto. But Pud, Bud Tingwell, did you ever see him with Charlie the Wonder Dog on The Late Show? You remember the Labrador that was actually no, dead or whatever it was? I know The Late Show. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. It was fucking... No. It was did he get cancelled? 
Is that Bard, one? Bard, no. He just oh. got all, Yeah, he was the lawyer on the castle. Yeah. He yes. was the one Dennis the Marlo, Denudo the had to refer he, to. He handed the piece. He saw the other lawyers <laughs> passing notes helping out their head lawyer. So, Mardo, what did he write on his piece of paper to help out Bud? Can you remember? Oh, was it about a car parking? <laughs> no, he wrote, need a glass of water. <laughs> Oh, no, he wasn't the Marbo lawyer. He was the other lawyer. The old fella. The old fella. The QC, the uh, guy they brought no, in to defend I do him. remember. Need a glass of water. Need a glass of water. He really thought he was helping Dennis. Oh, working dog. Anyway, where did we get to that? Um, oh, Cyclone Pam. The other Pam. thing I was going to say about Cyclone Pam yeah. is the IOUs is silver. What's oh, silver? You, you can use silver when Jeez. cash goes. Gold and silver. They say wow. buy up gold and silver because you can oh. still use it as a trading for commodity. Who scammed you into buying silver now? I'm not. Is I someone, haven't bought any. I'm just saying what? that's the word on the street. Where did you see this? That's what on all Facebook? the cool kids are doing? <laughs> Ads for silver popping up. In no, your my lymphatic specialist. <laughs> she's doing. Oh it. no. Mm. Mm. Anyway, she made. Yeah, she's. She fixed your knee. It preserves value, resists inflation, and its price tends to rise in the long run. And they're saying when there's no cash and they freeze our bank accounts and we go to the one financial world system and we don't have access to money anymore and we're shut out from society, you'll be able to use gold and silver to trade. That's all I'm saying. So when these people shut us out from society, they're talking well, you, about You'll stay in it because you like being in it. You're happy to no, progress into totalitarian. What is it? What, oh, oh, God, what a lecture. I hate yeah. now that I didn't say that property. Totalitarianism. Totalitarianism. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'll be living out in the middle of nowhere with my gold and no, silver. Dummy, who'll, right? be, who'll be selling you the silver? Me. <laughs> Why do I need sometime? any of you? I've got my own power. Exactly. I've got my own water. I've got my own septic. I've got my own vegetables. I'm coming to Morton with you. Uh, I can catch I fish. I hope you know that. Oh, I've got some silver, Marto. Can I have some beans? No, stop. <laughs> we turn the boats around. Go back to where you go back to Brody Island. Hey, listen, I had a run in with someone yesterday and then it happened on TV last night, the old cashless society. There was a professor of economics from some Western Sydney University uh, who was going, five years we'll give you what the government's going to do. They'll cut out 100 dollar notes one year, then the next year they'll go take away the 50s, then they'll take away the 20s, 10s, and then he said they'll mop up all the rest of the nonsense. Next minute we're China. <sighs> thank you. Everything's digital. This. Well, you've got to have cash. And, and then, thank God, they did. They went the other side of the coin on t- telly last night on Channel 9, and they went, yeah, there are problems, and I can see the problems, like when everything goes down. It's not reliable. As soon as there's a flood, as soon as there's a fire, as soon as there's an internet outage, nobody can spend. All this spamming that's going on and all these Hacking. crooks yeah. and hacks and everything else, be careful, everyone. You know, like, oh, the government wants to control it. Yes, there's that conspiracy, whatever it is. The government wants to keep an eye on every single transaction because then they know where you are. Hmm. There's that side of it, but it just makes you feel safe. Well, make, maybe it's just me, but let's go to a man who actually knows, chief economist and also uh, runs the Motley Fool podcast, Scotty Phillips. How are you, mate? Hi, guys. Good morning. Very well. And you? Yeah, good. Mate, we're talking about cashless society and a lot of people are very excited about it and mm-hmm. other dinosaurs like me go, no, you've got to hang on in case the internet goes down, in case there's floods, fires and everything else. What's what's the general take? There was a bloke on the news last night said in five years, cash is gone. I love the fact you're uh, you're pretending it's not about trying to uh, get one over the tax ban, but I'll let that through to the keeper this Thank morning. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, yeah, yeah this, we are absolutely abandoning cash at a record rate. Five years is not going to be true. We're going to use cash in five years' time. Okay. But how many times do you go to a, a cafe or a restaurant or somewhere else and they say, this place is credit card only. We don't take cash anymore. But we're going there anyway, guys, between credit cards, debit cards, frankly, buying a pay later as well. We're just not holding as much cash. I don't remember the last time I took cash out of the machine. I'm, a, I'm an absolute 
tap and go fiend. I, I'll, I'll use the phone. I'll use the card. I don't honestly remember the last time I used cash to buy something. That's how, how long it's been. I picked something up yesterday, some guttering. I was doing a job, okay? And mm-hmm. I, I jokingly said, I couldn't remember what year it was. I used to sign 20 checks a day. You know, there you go, there you go. Yeah, you used yeah. to always know the day. And you know what? You could feel the pain. This is We're kidding ourselves. You as an economist and a parent, think about it. You cannot feel the pain of money leaving your account if you just keep on, oh, tappy, tap, 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 tap. If you pay cash or you write checks, you know what you're spending. Marto would be riding a horse if he had his way, Scotty. Nah. <laughs> what about all that? horse when I was a kid? No, look, here's the thing. The parent thing is actually the biggest issue, I reckon. If you think about budgeting, teaching kids about money, right. money comes from the magic hole in the wall. Dad, you can just go and tap it down to the thing, buy me the thing I want because, you know, money just comes out of the phone, right? It, it doesn't exist in any physical sense. The banks love it for a couple of reasons. Firstly, branches are expensive, and we know they're closing branches all over the place. They can make a whole lot more profit if we use what well, was the ATM machine. Now it's just, frankly, the tap and go. You don't need staff. You don't need tellers. You don't need to transport the cash. The banks make more money. Governments can collect more tax doing it. And frankly, most of us just like it. If you can take your, your phone with your, your license, your credit card, your whatever else on it, you don't need a wallet. It, just, it is more convenient. The problem, though, as you've rightly pointed out, it also means we're going to spend more money because we just don't feel it going. You, you only spend what you take to the shops. That was the way I was taught to budget when I was a kid. Take as much as you want to spend. Yeah. These days, your entire bank account's in the back pocket. Scotty, can I ask, what about the, uh, like, technology is a wonderful thing, but also it can be a bit of a bane. We've seen all the hacks recently with Medicare and some Telstra and some of the big banks. What happens here? Like, because everything's digital online. What happens if the banks are getting hacked and we don't have access to our money anymore because everything's digital and you don't have access to it because there's no paper way of getting your money out? Yeah, mate, like Marta, I keep a few hundred bucks at home for exactly that purpose, right? Just in case I need the money. If you go, I've done a few bush, you know, road trips, take money because you can't, you can't get internet access or you can't get an ATM or they don't accept it because they can't do it, you've got to have the cash. You're absolutely right. Honestly, it would take probably 36 hours for the country to go absolutely bananas. If there was a massive bank outage that was, uh, you know, for, for any extended length of time, you couldn't buy groceries, you couldn't buy petrol. Uh, literally, the whole thing would, would shut down. I mean, the banks being hacked has got to be the great nightmare right across not only the banks themselves but government and everything else. If we lose faith, if we lose confidence in the ability to... to you know, transact electronically, it really will be a huge deal. If you think about, you know, once upon a time, war was fought with, with tanks and bombs. These are, if you can shut down the power grid and the, and the bank uh, yeah, access, uh, I, I don't know what Australia does in, in, you know, 36, 48 hours. Uh, I don't think it's a high likelihood risk, but absolutely, you want to have some cash in the back pocket just in case, because otherwise... Scotty, stop. we know you're in a hurry. We just heard the, I think it was your boarding flight, call. Yeah, I think they're paging <laughs> Sorry, Scott Phillips, the motley fool, holding <laughs> us up again. Thanks, Scotty. Hey, invoices Sorry, for this done. interview. Marto will get a check a out to your ASAP. Right? No, right? cash, mate. <laughs> in the mail. Or just the a mail. carton, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Deal. Phillips, chief economist, motley fool there. Here at Triple M, it's the one month of music we froth over every single year. And it's here again. It's Triple M's. Massive month of music. It's Triple M's Oztober. Live music at its loudest, at its very best. Yeah, when it wraps up, the celebration of Australian music for Oztober, we celebrate it again. One last time, we go out with a bang at the Princess Theatre, the beautiful refurbished Princess Theatre. Diesel will be there. These guys will be there. The Living End, and this bloke will be there. Let's have a listen to him, actually. You'll never need to doubt it. Oh, beautiful. I'll make you so sure about... Who's that? 
That's the question they were asking on The Masked Singer, and it was revealed to be the one Take and only. Take it off. Take it off. Pete Murray. Hey, hey, Pete. How are you? How was that? Murray. The Masked Singer. How did you enjoy singing inside a giant monster outfit? Mate, it was great fun. It was, uh, it was you know, you didn't get the chance to go on stage and, and uh, you know, people don't know who you are when you're singing, so it's kind of a really it's a good fun thing to do. Pete, what happens to the outfit? Do you get to take that with you? Because can't, there can't possibly be a room somewhere at Channel 10 that holds all those outfits. Well, you go in there and they've got all the uh, the old ones that you go through and then check them out. What? It's like a museum. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's someone display there, so... Um, yeah, a tiny was a little bit too big to take away anyway, guys. It was a massive, massive um, costume, you know, by the time you got in. And it was quite hot as well, and it's very hard yeah. to break down. But if you took day. it home, put it in the shed, had a few beers and just put it on occasionally, or... I oh, just belted this in. Or just a bit of foreplay. Hello. <laughs> what is the process, Pete? Like, you obviously just said your kids didn't even know. Like, are you literally not allowed to tell anyone? Obviously, your wife knew. But how long do yep. you disappear for? Is it, do you stay away for a period of time, or do you just wake up and go to set each day? Uh, we went down to, to Sydney for a little while and I took the family down there. So my wife was taking the kids out during the day and I'd just go in and do the show um, probably in the afternoon night time I was doing the show, so yeah. which was pretty easy. And then, But we couldn't tell, we couldn't tell anyone. So um, even my mum. There was a very good friend of mine, um, his sister, who's like a sister to me, she passed away a couple of years ago of cancer and she had this charity called Walking on Sunshine because that was oh. her favourite song. Hey. So when I got asked to do that first song, I was like, I've got chills going, oh, wow, so it's, and, he, and he's here with me now. And that family watched the show and they just, they were texting me straight away going, that's you, you know, come on. Oh, <laughs> like, oh good I one. I had to ignore them for a while, you know, but yeah, um, yeah so that was, it was, it was kind of nice just to sort of keep that anonymity, I think, you know. Pete, we can't wait to see you, mate. Princess Theatre, it's at the end of Oztober. In fact, it's the 1st of November after we wrapped up the celebration of Australian music with Oztober. We'll get you there at the Princess Theatre. Before we let you go, though, I just wanted to see how well you know your own voice. There's been confusion on this show from time to time. Sometimes we talk to Paul Murray, who works on Sky News, the political commentator, and um, there's just confusion between which which Murray have we booked? Is it Pete or is it Paul? Is it Paul? Is this Pete Murray, you, or is this Paul Murray? Uh, that sounds like Paul Murray. Uh, so, look, I had a goal no, of, of no, uh, getting on the cover. Uh, See, this is why we keep running That's into you, trouble. Pete. That was you, Pete. Oh, no. There Pete, you go. I don't know if we're talking to Pete Murray or Paul Murray right now. Could I be get Paul. confused sometimes. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Paul Murray again. Yeah. Do they come to you and just be like, that's, we're getting... That's, that's you, you Pete. Pete Murray. That's you on the project. <laughs> All right, one more go. Uh, Who's that? That's Paul Murray. Uh, yeah. Mm, you know what? I'm going to go Paul Murray. I, I can't be wrong three times oh ago, can I? Oh, God. Pete. <laughs> uh, anxiously being the cutaway. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, one for three. One for three. Well done. Was that worth your time, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird, guys, because when – and you guys have been saying, when you hear your voice, it's so different to what you hear through your ears when you hear it back on, you know, a system, a sound system, something like that. It's like, wow, is that, is that what I sound like? Margo's really like, am I really that loud? And Margo and I have to say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm actually disappointed, Pete. You know, like when I was going on my singing quest in the competition for the Unsung Heroes, I came to you for advice. Oh. I can't believe that you didn't then in turn come to me for advice when you were going to be on The Masked Singer. Well, you know, I just—that's a tricky question. That one. There's, just no, to, there's no answer. Just to remind everyone, Pete. No, there is no right answer. Yeah.
Thanks for your time, yeah, I, Pete. I really don't know why I didn't give you a call on that. <laughs> I think yeah. we can guess. <laughs> Pete Murray. Congratulations, We'll see mate. you first well of November, mate. Princess Theatre, you'll be joined by Diesel and The Living End. And if you want to be there, one triple three five three. Let's give some tickets away oh, to the garage nice. session right now. Pete Murray, thank you, sir. Bring your monster out there. All right, thank you, guys. See Good you to there, talk man. to you. See you. Bye-bye. Triple M. Breakfast. It's one of our favourites here, particularly in Brisbane, that's gone global. Oh, Bluey. We love Bluey. Yeah. Everyone loves Bluey. Obviously read the news recently about the uh, Yanks ripping off Bluey. Chip, oh, yeah. Chip Chiller. What stupid. They've even named it close to a town in they Queensland. Even look like, they, they look like Bluey. Bluey should sue and over Chili this. and oh, Suey. Suey, you reckon? No, should just sue over, yeah. over well, this. Well, Bluey's had effect. such great success internationally, particularly oh. in the US. They had a blow up Bluey in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So here's a bit of Bluey, right? Just so we're all aware. Ah, oh. hey, fun size. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Use your words, bingo. Yeah. You get the point, right? And you heard the theme a second well, ago. Well, you get the point. Oh, it's no. a Brisbane guy here, created it. He's a Anima- dad. Animation, yeah. all the voices are Brizzy. Yeah. And it's the biggest show in America, the, the most watched show in America. So the com- scenery. Compare that. Australian. Here's Chip Chiller, the US one. You heard the theme. We okay. all get it, right? Okay, breakfast time. Then, Chiller time. Oh, no. Same music. Excuse me. Beg your pardon. Bluey Suey. Uh, hold on. Can I check with this, this family of chinchillas? Are they Is that what father? they are, chinchillas? Chip Chiller, it's called. So I assume the dad's called Chip. I haven't looked into it because I'm disgusted. Um, yeah, it's a father, mother, nuclear family, uh, boy and girl, children, animals. Yeah. And they... And Same they, colours, blue and orange. It's bright colours which attracts children's eyes. Oh, loud noises attract children's ears. So they've blatantly ripped off Bluey. Blatantly ripped off Bluey. I hope, hope Bluey's suing them. Yeah, and this is where Bluey we get to Bluey might you. have licensed to them, have they? I don't think so. Oh. What's this got to do with me? Well, did you? Have know? they franchised out? I don't think so, mate. I think they've just completely ripped us off. But we tried to get a version of Bluey off the ground here at Triple M. I got you to help me out pre-show this morning, oh, Margo. Is that what you made me do? Bungalugs here, of course. Are you happy with yourself, making children upset? What did you not get on board? I don't know anything about He's horrific. <laughs> what did he do? It didn't what? even. So we could have made a lot of cash out of Triple M Bluey. It didn't even make it past the intro music. Disgusting. G'day. Good. F off. Happy with yourself, are you, mate? Yeah. Disgrace. breakfast. I've got some news. It uh, is probably a lesson for a lot of people. A lot of uh, hospitality. Workers? Owners. Owners. Uh, more owners. An Adelaide nightclub has been fined nearly $4,000. Oh, dear. Offering patrons free drinks. So you go, at that stage of the article, you go, well, what's wrong with offering that's, free drinks? That's their own business model that, you know, they're not going to be making money for. It, Why are they getting fined for it? In exchange for their bras oh. and based on their bra size. This is in Adelaide. So what they're doing, well, it's been said it's a lewd promotion. Uh, all oh, the bloody fun police. So what do you do? You hand over your bra, and if it's a double D, you you'll get, get a jug you get, of margarita. You get something. a heap of drinks, and yeah. if you only got a small bra, it's uh, just you don't get many drinks. I'm offended on behalf of my wife. Exactly. Well, I mean, Margo's smi- Margo's smiling and gloating over yeah. there. Yeah, Claire's in the itty bitty titty committee. Yeah. I'm in the ginormous titty. You're, you're in the chiropractor committee. But I think, as we all know now. 
We've had enough learnings. Gender-based promotions are prohibited under the liquor code, okay? Oh. You just can't do this. No, you can. You just need to it's include your own blokes. Business. Who no, cares? But you just need to include big boobs. Does that mean the Triple M wet <laughs> T-shirt <laughs> contest has to be cancelled next week? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> What's going on? And you're going, which pub is it? it you know, where is it? It's, it's called the Will Shed, and it would it surprise you to know that it's, oh, it's that uh, nightclub with the mechanical ball. ball. Yeah. <laughs> they used to do that down here. Yeah, of course. Lefties. You know yeah, Lefties musical? Yeah, yeah. Before it was Lefties, it was something else, and they used to throw all the bras up on the antlers horns. It was Velvet Cigar. It was velvet a strip cigar. joint, and the girls would strip, and they'd... Anyway, that was the old days. No one wants to know about them, do Easy they? solution, okay? The girls come in, drinks for your bra, the fellas oh. come in... How big your undies right. will top you up if you you've got turn around. Some nights you get a nipple in the eye. Are you, you still talking about the strip club? Are you still talking about the strip club? Yeah. I was trying to divert and shut up. Make this Look, when a bloke's talking about a strip club, don't interrupt him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what strip clubs? Oh, you must be under the age of 22, are you, mate? <laughs> Triple M breakfast. It's amazing how when the two of the biggest uh, interests in the world, you would say, sport and music, collide. And that's right, this is a pop culture sensation where Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City uh, Chiefs and Taylor Swift, the biggest pop star in the world right now out on tour, have come together and they started dating and everybody's talking about it and it's impacted, Has his impact has been huge, Marta. You were telling me that his jersey sales have gone up like 400%. Sold out. Everybody's trying to get onto her tour now. There's new Taylor Swift fans that have emerged. There's new NFL fans that have emerged. It's been, it's been huge. It's been huge. And even Marta... You have finally come to the table and oh, jumped no, on board. Well, I thought when it was I just a promotional thing, and now <laughs> it seems to be true love. And he can't play too, this Travis Kelsey. He is, and the Kansas City Chiefs are on a bit of a roll. They're six six oh, wins, one loss. Oh, the bloke who was giving us all shit about hype for the Matildas, listen to him now. Have you going to wear a Kansas City Chiefs? No, but I'm interested in what Margot's got to say about their relationship. Kelsey's <laughs> whose name has jumped in search interest on Google with yeah. a 70% increase since its last peak on yeah. February 12th it's good for when him. he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Saw his social media following grow from 1.1 million to 4.4 million followers Amazing. since his rumours about mm. Taylor dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, because they want photos of her, do they? Like I said, his team, the, the jersey sales have gone Chief. up 400%. Mm. It's incredible stuff. Ticket Her ticket platform site, StubHub, has also reported a three times increase in sales. Update on the screen. How about Alex, oh my our Nuffy producer? He's straight onto Rebel Sport Carindale. Good research. Alex. They've sold out of Kelsey out. jerseys, yeah, Travis it's Kelsey huge. jerseys. It's what huge. do they call themselves? Trailer. Trailer. Did they say that or did someone well, make I that think, up? I think the Hollywood uh, types, I think they just kind of, like, you know, Benefar, oh, yeah. Jennifer and Did ben. you say Google searches are up on his name? Yeah, 70%. I looked yesterday. I wanted to find out a little You're bit more about this. You are. <laughs> All right. About nine year, eight or nine years ago, because he's in his early 30s, hmm. about eight or nine years ago, he had, a, in the States, he had a dating show where he dated Dated. <laughs> he dated one girl from every state in America. That's 50 chicks. Oh, like he was like on The Bachelor or something? Well, his own little show. It was his own show. Own show where all he did was, hello, here's a girl from Idaho. Hello, here's a girl from uh, Oregon. Wisconsin. Hello, here's a girl from California. Wow. Over 50, 50 dates. He had 50 dates with a chick Jeez. from everything, and he found a girl that lasted two weeks. Oh. So he's he came found for, the one. He's okay a, for a bit of publicity, this fella. He doesn't mind He doesn't his mind it. It's a short-term thing. And this yeah. is where I worry, because I'm actually a true 
true Taylor Swift fan, and I, 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 I'm concerned for her well-being. What do you call we Taylor see Swift fans? Swifties. Swifties. So. You see the trail you of despair. You didn't know, so you answered it immediately. You He's, are so no, deep. You are so I, I, really, I didn't know that, but it was so freaking obvious. He found obvious. himself in a dark hole of trailer last yes, night whilst yes. he was in Google. Uh, but I feel, I feel for Taylor because yeah. I feel that this is going to end in heartbreak because the former girlfriend of Travis Kelsey came out before Taylor what? and said, oh, he cheated on me, there was cheating allegations, and oh. she's all upset now trying to spoil the apple cart because she Taylor's become best friends with her old best friend, which is Patrick Mahomes' oh, wife. The quarterback's missus. The quarterback's missus and Taylor have been oh. hanging out in the box, and so now Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, who was best friends with Patrick Mahomes' okay, wife, she's upset. Well, no, no, oh, you can see parallels in your own life. Did this ever happen in the Broncos when <laughs> someone broke up with someone and you had to let them go and then you had to get a sh- new, new one shipped in? Yeah, yeah, they come on in. Uh, they come in quick. Uh, but good yeah. news is uh, somebody who's very, very clever because, you know, the internet always wins, um, has come out with the potential yes. song that Taylor Swift oh, no. will release oh, upon... Are you not singing it? No, I'm not singing it, don't okay. worry. Upon the breakup of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you know, Taylor always writes a song about her ex-lovers. Yes, no. I this is the either. one. Oh, her record yeah, label. John Mayer, that, so. yeah, uh, oh. Taylor Lautner, all of them have her, got a song. Her it's, record label her inspiration. Stoked. Every time she gets a new boyfriend, they're like, yes, a new album. New album. Wonderful. I, I, I don't want to slow this down, and I know you want to no, get to the okay. song. Taylor Lautner, the guy from one of those vampire Twilight. shows. How do you know that? Because I can remember it in my oh, head. He had a really good body. He's got Taylor on the brain. And who's you the other one? Thought you were. Who's the one? John Mayer. She dated for a little singer? bit. Singer? Yeah, singer. Yeah. Calvin Harris, the oh, DJ. She's got some form. She's Isn't got it? form. Yeah. How long she? How long she normally with them for? Oh, a year. You just shake yeah, it off like shake a snake, off like hot. Shake it off a song like a reference. Song. A song reference for you as well. Who sings a song? We need to check Marto's playlist. Can someone tell me who sings "Shake It Off"? Taylor Swift. See, I didn't know that. You're pretending now. You're I'm a not pretending. Do the only the other one that sings it is Mariah Carey. So unless you're deep in the Mariah Carey yeah. and the Taylor Swift world, Marto. I wouldn't put it past him. If I go to his phone, I reckon his last played album was Adele. <laughs> no, he... It's happened to you. No, there's nothing happened to me. Anyway, should Play we get to the song? song? You stole my heart, you intercepted it. Now you're gone, have to accept it. Intercept, I see. Yeah. The mum in the box. I saw that. Yeah. Or did I do what I always do? Yeah, we made it to the 50s. This is a Taylor Swift song. It's an NFL. Is this AI doing this? 40, the 40 yard line. Oh, it's not going to be about a touchdown. And you did me dirty right there. Yeah. That's perfect. See, they've used all the NFL. Wow. Yeah, in the lyric, lyrical genius. AI. Yeah, so they wow. digitally mastered yeah. this with AI. My Someone God. very clever used some NFL terms and Taylor Swift's dating history to create the new song that she'll release upon their breakup. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Extraordinary. How happy is everyone, like, in all those worlds? So NFL jerseys are selling out, record label stoked because she's going to get her heart broken. Taylor Swift's making a billion dollars on her latest world tour. It's incredible. Taylor's getting a root occasionally. It's all good. She needed one. (laughs) The only place to be for Melbourne Cup is the Regatta Hotel. Book now at regattahotel.com.au. Marto's Thought on Sport.
New intro, mate. We love the wow. regatta. Yeah, sure do. Glad to see they finally jumped on board. Uh, what? What did I didn't hear all of that? Was that Melbourne Cup at the regatta? It sounds like it. Right, yeah, sorted now. Place to be. Sorted. Hey, listen. Um, overnight battle of the stands. Did you see that? One of the great stand battles. No. Afghanistan against oh. Pakistan. <laughs> Afghanistan won. You know what that means for the World Cup? Yeah, there's 10 teams in the uh, Cricket World Cup. Do the winner play Uzbekistan? No. When do we get to Kazakhstan? No, England go to the bottom of the table. Yeah, great. And I don't like the England bash. Well, yes, I do. Yes, you do. Uh, cop that. Um, it's not coming home. On another another point, the Constellation Cup. You know what that is, don't Netball. you? Thank you. Netball, the Aussie Here's Diamonds. Aussie Diamonds New Zealand. are oh, bloody Aussie Diamonds are up two 0 and then the series went to New Zealand's two one, and then overnight the Diamonds led the oh. deciding game of the Constellation Cup mm. by five goals early in the fourth quarter, yeah. only for the Silver Ferns to fight back to level the four game series at two wins apiece. Oh, they're tough buggers, those Ferns. Hang on, four game series, two apiece. Thank you. I'm, Hang glad. On, what are we doing? I'm glad you picked it. No, what are we that's a tiebreaker. No, no, no. We scored more goals than they scored over Ooh, the four goals. Oh, oh, no. against. I no. Just play another game. What is dogs. wrong with you, netball? You have dropped the ball again, you dopey bastard. Hello. Oh, who's that on the phone? Oh, hello. Is that Netball Australia? Yeah. Oh, this is State of Origin. Listen, you play <laughs> an odd number odd of number. games when you play head-to-head series. You got it? Either play five or play three. Four is stupid. Triple M breakfast. Hey, uh, we briefly mentioned it, but it's uh, it's World Kangaroo Day today. I don't know why it's World Kangaroo Day because kangaroos are only in Australia. And I think in New Guinea there's some little ones. I don't know whether it's potteroos and uh, and all the rest of it or wallabies. Rock wallabies. I don't know whether they're all having a day today. Yeah, that's Skippy the bush kangaroo. Why did you get a name? Perhaps some of the kangaroos at uh, Australia Zoo heard it was World Kangaroo Day and wanted to come out to celebrate. They were spotted uh, jumping down the Bruce One. What is it? The Bruce Highway, the M1. When today? Yesterday morning, Mardo, around Landsborough. So they were like, free the kangaroos. They let them out for the kangaroo day. day. Well, go have a little hop yeah, around and then come on back. It's like, like the lions at Taronga. Yeah, they get to go for a stroll every now and then. And Imagine like, if the kangaroos. Now, I always say this. There's 50 million kangaroos in Australia. There's 25 million people. How do you people. know there's 50 million? Of well, them? they did, did they a, count them. What, yeah, they fill out the census today. They did <laughs> a both a ground and air uh, census on them. Yes, yeah. you're right. And they just go uh, thousand. Uh, oh, there's another thousand. Uh, added up 50 million. 50. That's a lot. Where are they hanging out most? Queensland. Which suburb? Queensland winds. Uh, I think Northern Territory second, New South Wales third, Western Australia trailing off, and there's a few in South Australia. Hanging out at the golf golf ranges. They uh, love a golf course. They love don't a they? golf yeah. course. <laughs> Where was I on the weekend? Stratty. They're everywhere at Stratty, everywhere. in around the houses and stuff, little Joey. So uh, there's plenty of food for them around at the moment. We've so got one that hangs out on the neighbour's yard every time I come out each morning. Oh, there right. he is, just staring at me. Is that where the bush starts when you get a kangaroo living on your lawn? Oh, yeah. Because they love those fresh shoots. Now I don't know where I was going with this well, uh, National, Day. Ca- National Kangaroo Day. Yeah, do we why, eat roos? Why is, is it an international thing? I think no. you wanted to know. Ah, uh, yes. Tourism. Exactly. Tourism, surely. When you think kangaroo, you think Australia. So That's the only thing. It's a flying kangaroo with yeah. Qantas, our yeah. National Rugby League team. Kangaroos. Coming down to see a kangaroo. We're the only nation on earth that eats our national emblem. Like, I can't imagine America's eating the bald eagle. I little, would think little bald that cap. someone up in 
uh, way up in one of those cold nations, they'd be eating polar bears and stuff. The narwhal or something? Mm, yeah, the, the dolphin with the horn. Be. There's um, also an International Kangaroo Awareness Day as well. That Who's not aware of kangaroos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a, there's a so if you get a chance, have a fight with one today. Yeah, go, good stuff. Go, whack, whack. No, happy you've got to learn happy, to coexist. Happy day. Um, what? It's saying you've got to learn to coexist with um, kangaroos. You know it is coexisting in those merchandise <laughs> shops that have the kangaroo ball bag um, bottle openers. Bottle opener, yeah. Aren't they handy? So. I think Australia Day ceremony, Vegemite toast, kangaroos nutsack, welcome aboard oh, if you're a new hello. citizen. They have ambassadors, World Kangaroo Day ambassadors. Jason Gillespie. Oh, wow. Is their World Kangaroo Day ambassador. Is he? He's happy about that. Is he right around in a kangaroo's pouch today, does <laughs> he? There's actually what? a website, worldkangarooday.org. He'd have an opener. <laughs> A uni student has found herself a pretty good hourly rate by having to watch porn and do the subtitles for the porno. Female or male? She's a female, young uni student. What do you mean subtitles? Like, you know, if... Someone. I don't know much about porn. You're going to fill me What's in. What's porn? <laughs> it's this uh, It's this internet website that yeah. you can go to and you can watch people having sex. Whoa. And, and, and why does it need yeah. subtitles? Because I think it's all fairly silly. Well, I think a lot of sex people might watch it with the, uh, the sound, sex? perhaps, or for deaf people who yeah. can't hear, they might need to be able to, you know. It's pretty obvious what noise they're making if what you look noise? at their face. Well, <laughs> <you> would... <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That was a donkey. Stop it. That was a donkey. Uh, I think he's still talking about world kangaroos day over there. Uh, but no, she's found herself a job. And I thought to myself, I never even thought, like who like, what, what, I just what, what, thought what, subtitles were a self-generated thing. Give it to me, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah oh, baby. I like it like that. Oh, that's the spot. Is that what she's doing? She's got to do that. Typing. And then moaning. Ooh, ah. Uh, well, you know, like, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> like, you know when you watch the Today Show in here yeah, and sometimes yeah. Dan turns the subtitles on, you get an idea of what the conversation <laughs> what is without saying, being able to hear it. If this is a comedy sketch and we find it and you believing this is a real thing, that'll do me. It doesn't again. matter. It's someone's <laughs> job, Daniel. And I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> One triple three five three. What? What's the job that you've got to do? Someone's got to do it. It's that job that you don't think of, oh. right, as being a job. Because I just assumed that subtitles were auto, like auto generated. Well, today show one. Saying. Working with the city council, giving out parking tickets. Someone's got to do it. Right. Septic yeah. tank. Job. If your septic tank breaks, oh. a person, generally a bloke, a junior bloke who works for a plumbing company, has to suit up and get into the tank. Poo-ba-dum. No, they don't. One of my mates' brothers started doing that. He now is a plumber, but he does fire systems for like shopping centres, which is a much better, more lucrative gig. Hold on. But Surely he was a that's not a thing. But I've had yep. to fix septic tanks. How do you fix a septic tank? Otherwise, well, someone's going to do it. you put your head in there. I yeah. put my head in there. It's, it's really nasty. But so, it, it, someone's someone has do to it. do it. This is a thing. The guy came along. I've got a guy who's pumped our <laughs> septic tank out. And you just go, mate, well, he said someone's got to do it. Okay, portalers. They don't empty themselves. Someone's yeah. got to do it. Someone has to do that, mate. You go to a festival and you fill up a portaler. Mm. Some someone's got to do it. Is on the receiving end of that. Mm. Do you find yourself in your job sometimes going, someone's got to do it? Like I often leave here. Some days just going, someone's got to do it. Yeah. You know, blessed. someone's got to work with you two numpties. More, more like being an accountant. <laughs> someone's got to do it. Yeah. Surra- surrounded three. by shit, yeah. much like the plumber. Mm. Oh, yeah, you in here. That's exactly right. <laughs> One triple three five three. If you find yourself in your workplace, sometimes saying, 
Someone's got to do it. That's your that's mantra. You. That's how you psych yourself into your day. <laughs> Give us a call. One triple three five three. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Ryan from Alderley texts yeah. us and he said, "When I was at uni, I worked for three months as an odor tester. I would go into buildings in the city and smell different types of perfume and candle scents and give them scores out of ten. There would be 10 to 15 of us in a group at a time. We'd get 15 to 20 bucks an hour for being there for three to four hours at a time. How like good. a survey group. That's Just brilliant. smelling the smell of the hotels because there's nothing better. You know, like the casino, Mardo? Oh. You know, they feed yeah. smells into the room. And, Dan, you were saying they feed oxygen in the room to give you, like, a good... Well, the smells to program you, right? Because when you, if you smell the old deodorant, like Lynx Africa, Mardo, that yeah. you used to use... Ignites a memory. It, you go... Remember that? You ever smell the carpet at a public bar on a Saturday morning? You smell it. You go, I'm going to get to the casino immediately. (laughs) James from Winner. We can't can't put everyone through, but he picks up dead birds from farms. No further details available. Well, there's people people with a contract to get roadkill off the roads too. Oh, there's a possum on such and such a street road. I'll be there tomorrow. Someone's got to do it. One, triple, three, five, three. Tony in Samford. (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, guys. How Someone's got to do it, mate. What is it for you? Uh, I own and operate a liquid waste disposal business, so we're those people that go around emptying portaloos and septic yeah. tanks and grease traps and all that wonderful stuff. Jesus, now, Tony, stink. I mentioned before that a mate of mine's brother sometimes had to get into septic tanks oh. to check if there was an issue. Does that actually happen? Yes, it does. You've oh. got to have a confined space permit to do it, and you've got to get us there first to empty the tank. Uh, of you course. don't go swimming around in them. But, but it's um, still full. Yeah, like there's stuff get on in the there. walls. And What's it's in just, it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not fun, but after about three years, you can't smell it anymore. So oh, that's good. What did burns Tony, your nostril hairs? I just, <laughs> I just can't much, smell. Yeah. Like living next to a train station, you can't hear them anymore. Tony, there's money in poo, correct? Absolutely. I've run the business for the last eight years and um, no complaints on that mm. respect. It's kind of recession-proof. Someone's I mean, got to do it. you can stop going on holidays and stop buying for stuff, but everyone's got to go to the toilet. Yeah. Everyone's got to do it. Oh, if it's Christmas Eve and your dunny plugs up and Tony goes, I'll be so, there, but it's going to cost you side. three grand, mm. you're like, yeah, Tony, yeah, here's the it. cash. I've got to pay it. It's Christmas. I've got a house full of in-laws and family. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Tony. Triple M Breakfast. Fascinating interview on a current affair last night. Ali Langdon's really forging a path after the exit of Tracy How's she going? Grimshaw. Oh, well, she interviewed King Kyle, who I always thought was Kyle, Kyle Sanderland. No, Kyle Chalmers, the swimmer. Oh, I saw oh. this advertised. They're making a big deal about it. Had Kyle and Ali. Did on... he call himself King Kyle or is that something nah, the media nicknamed someone him? Someone else would if you wouldn't okay. do that. He was the one that was in the love triangle with who? Thank you, Cody Simpson. Whoa, 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 Cody Simpson whoa, 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 whoa. and who was the other girl? Um, Emma McCann. Emma McCann. Emma McCann. The world's yeah. greatest swimmer. Are they still together, Cody and Emma? Yeah. Yeah, they lived down the Gold Coast. They bought oh, a house together. Oh, but the nice. thing was, it wasn't a love triangle. He was just going out with another swimmer and then she didn't like him anymore and she went out with somebody else. Is that a triangle? Well, if you're still interested in her, Who it was he trading? Hey? Did Ali cover off on all of this in yeah, the... Yeah, but that's oh. not what I was interested in. What oh. piqued my interest last night was the effort that Ali Langdon is putting into a current affair now. She's really taking Trying the reins, hard, isn't she? making it her own. Mm. I saw her chasing a tradesman, a plumber down the road the other day. Oh, it's you. a different vibe. She's very sincere, Ali, oh, not, not like Tracy. Night. Oh, she was standing next to Kyle who just got out of the pool she in all of his him? glory. Yeah. What do you mean, glory? Oh, he was there in his dick stickers, you know. Uh, what? Oh. what? Laughing and, you know, it looked like a lot of fun and... What? She just wanted to are know you... what, what goggles are all about. Why are you wearing goggles in the pool for? Does she heard about chlorine? Uh, so I'm watching you train. Did you have your eyes closed? Yeah. So why do you need goggles? 
so the water doesn't go in my eyes. I still open them every now and then, especially to know where the wall is when I do my turn and when I come into the finish, but yeah, most of the time they're closed. Why do we need sports journals? This is brilliant stuff. This is incredible. Amazing. Sometimes I open them. Wow. What? You know, like sometimes I don't always ask the smartest questions, but even I know. You've got her covered. You have her covered. Why do you have them? Because I'll swim into the wall if I don't open them. What's with the dick talks? They're all there to cover my dick. My (laughs) seven-year-old asks the same questions. She she hates going to swimming lessons on a Tuesday, which is today. She'd probably be having a mental breakdown Mm. right now, actually, as we speak. She's like, why do you have to wear stupid goggles and a swimming cap? You look like a weirdo. It's so embarrassing. Play her this. Get chlorine in your eyes because sometimes you open them. And what happens if you don't open your eyes? Why does he swim with his eyes closed, though? Does he answer that? Probably just trying to make. Don't you want to see where you're going? Hang on, are you auditioning for a current affair with questions like that? (laughs) He's trying to make the love triangle go away. He's trying to forget about Emma. He's trying to forget about Cody Simpson. And next thing you know, his head hits the end of the pool. Dirty bins. Should have opened me eyes. One more quickly. If Kyle ever comes to your house, do not let him into the pool. I know you might want to swim. Is he he in there? He does. He does worse than we. How much pressure do you put on yourself to win? Heaps. I love that. That where your body's just completely lactating and feeling like it can't push on. (laughs) Lactating? Kyle, could you get out? Is he breastfeeding? I think so. Can you just hop out of the pool, please, Kyle, Mm. quickly? We're just going to run the filter for a bit there. (laughs) Two little ones hanging off his chest while he's trying to break a world record. (laughs) Anyone want a latte? (laughs) Kyle's Transitioning? (laughs) Cappuccino? Lactating. Triple M breakfast. Get a dog up ya. It's a sad day for dogs, and I don't mean greyhounds, as in the racing type. Just a sad day yesterday. The oldest dog in the world died. Created an immediate opportunity for the next oldest dog to become the oldest dog in the world. It's never a title you really want because eventually you're going to lose. It's like being a footy coach. Normally, when they uh, interview the oldest person, they ask them, What's the secret to longevity? Mm. Is there any secrets to the longevity of a dog? It didn't speak. Despite being that old, it still hadn't learned to. They're not that smart dogs. Still didn't learn how to speak after 31 and a half years. Holy crap. Yes, you heard me. No. 31 and a half. Normal years. Christian calendar Human years. Times that by seven. I have. 220. Oh, jeez. That's great because 31 and a half in dog years would be four years old. Margot, here's the quote from it's Portugal. I don't know. It's a breed of dog that I didn't recognise. Kind of looked like a bit like one of our mid-breeds between a cattle dog and a kelpie and one of those working Mm. sort of doggy things. 31 and a half Whenever they talk to the oldest people in the world, they always smoke. They've always did. Was this dog have a cigarette in its mouth? No, it I never, don't know why. But the oldest people in the world are always the owner, speaking on behalf of the oldest dog in the world. Said it ate what we ate. So just they, it was a scrap oh. dog, scrap dog, scrap dog. Off you go. Ate what we ate, and it never had a leash on at all. There's something there for all dog oh. owners. Um, that's if you want your dog to live that bloody long. Off but, leash. Mm, like a free-range dog. What a life. Mm. Off leash eating human food. Do you, uh, you realise <laughs> that the dog before that that was the oldest dog was a... Uh, smoker. No, not a smoker. Did it sleep inside or Let outside? The go. <laughs> On the bed? I didn't say inside, outside, oh. dog. I read the whole... I read a couple of articles. <laughs> there was no indication. Outside when it was smoking. <laughs> to go outside. Stop with the smoking. Before that, it was an Aussie cattle dog. Like, an Aussie dog was the record holder before that, 29 and a half years. So. Are you reading dog articles because you miss your Ted because oh. Ted's gone to live with Hillary? Let's not go down that track, okay? I'm getting Ted for... Oh, we're having a visitation on the weekend. I'm having, oh, you've I'm received visitation on You had to get rid of Ted because there was no smoking area in the apartment. Is it the supervised <laughs> visitation? <laughs> this Ted isn't what we're on about. <laughs> My Ted's six. Now, I just want to talk. So, if, if that dog... Let's go back to this dog. Mm. If that dog... Probably what was the dog's the, name? Uh, Smokey. 
I've, I've just found enough of you. Boney, Bonnie, Bonnie, B-O-N-I. Portuguese name, I don't understand Bonnie. what they're up to. 220 years old. I think, you know, the old <laughs> one human year is seven dog years. Yes. I think we've got to revisit that. Has there, ever been, there's there ever been a human lived until 220? No. So seven times the dog years isn't the right amount of time. I don't understand the whole concept of, of that. Who years. determined that one adult year or human year is seven dog years? Like who? They got it wrong. Where did really? that come from? Some people have had, I've had a dog that lived to 16, had a border collie lived till 16, had another one lived till 15 or so. That's pretty standard, so six, seven, seven times that's seven. Yeah, well, that, that would be an over 100-year-old dog. Mm. So, but this thing's 220 years old. It's ridiculous. <laughs> For a smoker, it's mm. amazing. You listen. Sorry. <laughs> Brisbane Book of Records. This is Ooh. something we didn't think about on Friday. Oldest dog. A- animal section of the Brisbane Book of Records. One, treble, three, five, three. There'll be a prize. No one surely's got a dog that's lived to 31. Oh, no, I'm not, no, not challenging the 31, but what's Brisbane's oldest dog? Like, is there a dash hound that's 23? We had a 15, 17, 15-year-old Mal- uh, Maltese, you know, Ooh. the one I ran over accidentally. Yeah, was... See, he would have had a few more years in him <laughs> if I hadn't have... See, word gets around. I always said that. Her dog should be better behaved because they should have heard that story. Yeah. Well, if you don't, look, I'm going to run over. You see what happened to Cookie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to be in the same position? One, Just leave the flurry. Under the tyre of the leg grows up. Carpet there on the driveway. <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. Does your oldest dog, dog in Brisbane. Yes, does your dog. How old? Let's uh. try and find Brisbane's oldest dog, Stacey and Tambourine. One, triple, three, five, three. Is it your dog? What is it? Um, He was a Staffy Cross. Um, he looked like an American Staffy and he got to 18 and a half. 18 and a half. What was his name? Bodie. Has he passed on, Stace? Yeah. Bodie. May he rest in peace. 18 and a half. Not a bad effort. Stacey. 18.5 times. That's yeah. long now, for a Staffy too, isn't is 130 your, years old. Is your BS detector going off when you hear about a 31 and a half year old dog, Stacey? You look, you certainly question it, don't you? That's too much. Stace, did he leak a lot? You know how the seal goes oh, on there? No, no, no. Yeah. We don't need on that. On that full the full actually valve. put him pretty good, Nick, but he was he was old. So. Yeah. Their back legs go, don't they, in the staffies, Stace? Mm, the valve mm. goes, the seal goes the on their way. Just poo themselves. No, well, just leaking everywhere. You've seen like old, old dogs. Right. Have you ever seen an old dog in Lockie's over pants? a point. Look out. How are you, Lock? Yeah, good, mate. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. I was over your way on the weekend. What a piece of paradise you got. You've an got an old dog, Lockie? I do. I've got the oldest dog. He's 21 years old. His name's Marto and he's a bulldog. Like our Marto, Marto, Greg Martin. Very similar. But he's actually younger than Marto because that's only 147 (laughs) if you're dog years. You think you're clever, don't you? (laughs) Lucky. Lucky. But I tell you, I've run into a bit of bad luck. I've been on hold long enough, my dog's passed away. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, sorry. 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 We'll let you go, Lockie. (laughs) He picks up. The only place to be for Melbourne Cup is the Regatta Hotel. Book now at regattahotel.com.au. Marto's Thought on Sport. Very appropriate that uh, there was a bit of a gambling theme to uh, the sports report today. Okay. Oh, careful, mate. You win some, you lose more. Thank you. Thank you. We've got to keep on remembering that because you don't always win. You do it again. Get a dog up here. No, I got the wrong one. one. You win some, you lose more. Well, if you follow the tips of our producer, Graham Snow, who told mm. us to put a bet on his mate's horse race six somewhere or other in the world, which I gave to my girlfriend because she likes to put a bet on. Your girlfriend's got a bit of a problem. She too. lost. It came sixth. What a donkey! Right. Still running. All right, don't let don't everyone get down on things. Okay, that happens, and and don't blame if anyone gives you a tip over this spring racing spring carnival. Spring racing, um, you know, 
just appreciate that they're trying to give you a little bit of inside information and mm. sometimes they lose. You We've win got... some, you lose more. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> but not Don't now. Bet your house. Listen, listen, kiddies out there, if you're in the. Ca- oh. You said that gambling no. should be introduced as a subject at school so that kids oh, learn. No. You win some, you lose more. It teaches you about money. <laughs> I remember the kids that I grew and up gambling. with that went to Catholic schools, the brothers used yeah. to teach them because the, the, the brothers at Catholic schools didn't have many vices, but mm-hmm. gambling was certainly one of them. And they have heard it all now, Catholic school without <laughs> vices. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, listen, just see me through here. I'll get to a point soon. Okay. They used to go, they'd open up the form guide, they'd print it out on the printer, on the official school printer, they'd print it out a Wednesday form guide and they'd hand out to everyone what was racing in Brisbane or Sydney and they'd make it a mathematical equation. So they'd go, listen, if we put $10 yeah. on race two on number six and it's paying eight to one, how much do you win? You win some, you lose more. $80, correct, you little Johnny in the background. Listen to this one. This is incredible. A New New Zealand punter has miraculously selected the correct finishing order for the Everest. Remember the Everest was on the weekend before last, 12 runners. It's the richest racehorse in the world. It's a numbers game. It's like counting cards at the casino. This is genuinely incredible. How many horses? Yeah. He won. There's 12 horses. Yeah, he nice. picked them from 1 to 12. And we all know what a quaddy is. Yeah, you got to pick first of all. We all know a trifecta. I struggled is with a, a trifecta. Is he a clever one? Is he psychic? No. He's just an idiot who had some money left over in his account in the TAB, New Zealand New Zealand TAB account from the footy season, and he put a bonus bet. Didn't even use his own money, okay? Did he have someone on the inside? No, because he didn't have anything on the inside. Volantis didn't know who was going to win. No one knew who was going to win. Oh, they probably knew that, I think about it, was going to win. But he picked... First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth in the order, and he won ten million dollars. It didn't cost him one cent of his own money. So he actually, I don't, I can't reverse it. You want me to say you win more, you lose some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Win some, you lose more. The odds of selecting this exact finishing order is five hundred million to one. How much did he put on? He put on a dollar. A bonus bet. A bonus bet. He so just technically said, he only won nine million nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, he has to give that dollar. He can't take that dollar yeah. out. Yeah. He requested anonymity. He says, honestly, I couldn't believe it. They rang me. This is what always happens. When someone rings me with ten million, oh, you won ten million? Oh, rubbish. And then it is rubbish. But when they rang him, he, he said it to a lot of convincing. Did he not want to? Did he want to remain anonymous because maybe he owes a few people a bit of money? He didn't want them to know he'd come into some. That's what you get. So many friends. When you start making money and winning money, yeah, that Mm. people want. Oh, can you lend me? I'm getting married. I've got cancer and all that sort of stuff. If he is putting a bet on, (laughs) like one through twelve, pick the order. This guy gambles a lot. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. it's very likely <laughs> that he does that usually. <laughs> oh, he does yeah. usually. Get a dog up here. Win some, you lose more. <laughs> I'm getting confused sometimes. Gambling segment over.